G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, I wonder if you hear terminology used to describe Christians. And sometimes we talk about people who come from a mainline church or a traditional church. Other times people come from faith churches or Pentecostal churches, and sometimes we talk about evangelical churches. Well, let's talk evangelicalism today and what that really means, because it does seem to be that there's some confusion, uh, even within the broad Christian community. To talk through evangelicalism, Bill Muhlenberg's back with us. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Many thanks. Bill, how much confusion is there about this word evangelicalism? Oh, well, I'd say as much as there is about just about anything having to do with Christianity nowadays, simply because a lot of Christians don't know much about their own faith. And then, of course, there's plenty of hostile uh, secular people and the media out there, and they're doing their bit to bring confusion as well, whether it's giving dodgy uh, definitions of evangelicalism or fundamentalism or other Christian terms. So uh, there's a fair amount, even amongst those who call themselves evangelicals. All right. So if we were looking to come to a point where we could say this is a fairly good definition of evangelicalism, where do you start? Mm. Uh, Well, uh, it is uh, admittedly a a term that uh, can become a bit broad and there can be some disagreement as to what it actually means. I mean, the term itself, if you simply are at all cluey, uh, we talk about the evangel, which of course is the word for gospel or good news. So very primarily, uh, uh, evangelical is one who's very concerned about the good news and about sharing it. So it's uh, it's a subsection of Protestantism. You'd have to say that. There can be Catholic evangelicals, those are very keen to share the gospel, but primarily it comes out of the Protestant world, and primarily it it has a specific set of meanings, uh, certainly about sharing the gospel, but there's some other components, a very high view of Scripture, obviously the centrality of Christ, some of the other basic doctrines that we really hold to, uh, salvation by grace through faith and so on. So these are some of the, I guess, at least markers or things you'd add to your list if you wanted to try to define evangelicalism. If you were trying to talk about people who are not evangelical Mm -hmm. but still Christian, uh, how do you come with some sort of differentiation there? Yeah, that's probably not a bad question. It's probably in some ways a better way to do it. You know, what is... not evangelicalism, as you already mentioned. There's, at least in the Protestant world, you mentioned uh, mainline denominations. That's some of the older, longer established denominations, many of whom have given up on some of the Christian basics. They don't tend to have a high view of the Word of God. They tend to 
be a bit eclectic or synchristic and, you know, think, oh, well, all religions might have a bit of truth. Some of them, in fact, are really radical and deny the supernatural, the miraculous. Um, and as a result, a lot of them don't do the primary thing of an evangelical, that is to share the gospel. A lot of them may get into what's called the social gospel, where, you know, if we work against uh, whatever war or, uh, you know, working conditions in a factory or, you know, stand up for various causes in the social arena, that's all that it really means to be a Christian. In fact, that's the highlight of being a Christian, but to actually tell people, hey, you're, you're in fact a sinner, you're under a death penalty, you're under the wrath of God, you're headed to a lost eternity, and without repentance and faith in Jesus Christ, uh, you're in a bad way. That really is the heart of the gospel message, and that's what is so often not heard in some of these mainline, more or less theologically liberal denominations. They're simply not preaching the gospel anymore, but they're doing everything but. Bill, let me take you back to something you said at the beginning of our conversation. You said there are such a group called evangelical Catholics, Mm. uh, and there are evangelical Protestants. Is the word evangelical typically used of Protestants, or really is it a, a catch-all for people who uh, acknowledge this authority of the Scriptures and have a focus on the evangel and the message of the gospel? It, is it something that can permeate through all of these different denominations? Mm. Well, I probably should be careful here. It really is primarily a, a Protestant definition to say that there are other evangelical groups means, well, to the extent that they are sharing the gospel. I mean, we talk about what happened, say, already 40, 50 years ago now, the charismatic renewal movement in parts of the Catholic Church and different areas were, you know, a real uh, breaking forth of life and aspects of the Church and an emphasis on preaching the gospel and so on. Uh, sure, we're still going to differ on some some pretty important basic issues in terms of theology, uh, and again, that's you could say evangelicalism in that sense really did initiate or originate from the Protestant Reformation, where the importance of Scripture as the final authority was certainly given a, a big highlighting. And, uh, you know, some of the other basics, the centrality of Christ, well, of course, Eastern Orthodox Catholics, they aff- affirm the, the basic Christian creeds in the churches, of the deity of Christ, the Trinity, so they're on side that way, but on some of the other areas when it comes to the nature of salvation and how we actually become a Christian there, we still have some differences, obviously, between some of the bigger groups. So this really is, I suppose, primarily a Protestant term, uh, and it's been around. You think of the Great Awakenings, the revival movements, you think of Wesley and Whitfield, some of the other great preachers, they were, I suppose, some of your earlier evangelicals. Uh, even at that time, uh, many of the Protestant denominations were starting to get a bit liberal, starting to forget about the reason why we're here, which is to share our faith. So these guys brought revival both to a, a dead society, but a, a pretty dead church as well. So that's it goes back some hundreds of years, our definition of an evangelical, and you mentioned earlier things like Pentecostals and so on, they would all tend to fit in the camp of evangelical, even though they may not always know it, to the extent that they're keen to 
share the gospel. Scripture gets a high place. Christ, obviously, is central. Uh, to that extent, there would be all sorts of uh, Protestant evangelicals. There, of course, is that other terminology, fundamentalist, and sometimes mm-hmm. uh, evangelicals are associated yep. with fundamentalists, yep. but that's not always the case. Yeah. Well, that's another interesting term. In fact, I've also written several articles about fundamentalism, so a bit of a search. You'll find that on my website as well. But that was an interesting movement. I already talked about the social gospel uh, back in the 1800s, where a lot of liberal mainline Protestant churches started forgetting to preach the actual gospel of sinners and the need of salvation and went to, as I said, you know, let's improve conditions in the factories and so on, and that's the sum and substance of the gospel. So there was a group of Christians who reacted against that, and they also reacted against a lot of the, what was the European, especially theological liberalism, where, again, the supernatural was being denied, the deity of Christ, and so on. So a group uh, was called the Fundamentalists. In fact, A couple of wealthy Americans helped to fund a series of volumes called The Fundamentals of the Faith, and that's actually where the term came. That was the early 1900s. So these American uh, Protestants reaffirmed the importance of evangelism, the deity of Christ, the Trinity, and so on. So they said, we've got to get back to the basic fundamentals of the faith. So that was a very good thing. Of course, today we use the term in a pejorative sense. You talk about fundamentalist Muslims, you know, so it's been given a a quite different meaning than what it originally had. It originally simply meant we as Christians need to get back to the Bible, back to the basics, back to the fundamentals of the faith over against theological liberalism, social gospel, things like that. So in, in some ways, modern evangelicalism is an outgrowth of uh, the older fundamentalism. Well, it certainly is good talking through definitions. So I guess if we were settling on a simple definition for what an evangelical is, uh, it's defined as someone who, among other things, holds supreme allegiance to Jesus Christ as Lord and Saviour and holds a high view of the Scripture. I'd encourage you to visit Bill Muhlenberg's site at Culture Watch. You can simply Google Culture Watch and you'll find a lot of articles written there by Bill Muhlenberg. Bill, it's always a pleasure. Thanks so much for being with us today on 2020. Many thanks again. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.